0: Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the face-to-face here on the EKN uh, Radio Network YouTube page. Not so much the radio network. Uh, We did a pod... Oh, I'm getting echo in here. Let me go like this. There we go. Well, that was Rookie Move. I had the YouTube open on the other side. I haven't done one of these yet this year. This is the first one for 2021. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us again, folks. This is a great way to start off the new season. Something a little bit different here for face-to-face because we're into racing season now. We had our first event uh, for the EK and Trackside Live Series, the first two races, the first at Homestead with Supercarts USA and the Winter Series. Then I trekked west uh, with David Cole for the Challenge of the America's opener. Well, I decided, hey, you know what? Let's get a couple of the guys that did really well in that in that opener out in Phoenix, Arizona, and we'll bring them on. And we'll kind of have like, it's kind of like a debrief, a face-to-face debrief. Uh, but the bottom line is we're going to get a couple of racers on here to join us to kind of wrap up that first weekend uh at phoenix as part of the challenge of the Americas. so joining me right now i'm gonna bring them on the show here we've got ramo City and we've got liam lech guys how are you Good,
1: Rob. thanks for having me
2: good thank you
0: good our, our audio works good now that i've got things dialed in i was getting a double hit there i don't know if you guys heard that or not i had the youtube open so there's about a maybe a 10 second delay as so i was hearing everything i'm surprised david cole didn't drop me a line already to, to rip in on me that would be normally a david move um guys first off Thanks for joining us here. Uh, we'll start, Ramo, with you. Uh, amazing weekend for you, for sure, out of the gate. And really, the, all the guys at Italia Motors were pretty quick. Michael Valiente was fast as well, of course, in the Masters class. Michael Gouache was unbelievably quick as well. But, dude, you came out of the gate super strong when we went official racing. Uh, I, you topped all six sessions on the weekend, didn't you?
1: Yeah, uh, from qualifying on. I mean, uh, practice seemed a little bit tighter. Yeah. Um, and then it just... Just kind of take took off and we just had some momentum rolling and everything was just working really good so um good start to the year for for us and the brand and
0: yeah yeah great to have italian motors there with the itel cart chassis you guys had a lot of them there there was a, a good a good number of itel carts did you roll off the trailer well you talked about the fact that it was a bit tight on on practice on friday did you feel you were close was it did you have to take any big swings to get the cart the way you wanted it on saturday morning
1: yeah no no big swings um I think the transition to this new Levanto tire is is uh, a benef- benefit for, for us. Yeah. Um, the, the Bridgestone was quite difficult for us to, to get up to speed. I know a lot of people put a lot of development into um, the go-kart with that tire. So just kind of a fresh start from us, not uh, uh, on our back foot, um, as we showed up a couple of years ago in Las Vegas with the, with the Bridgestone. and um, Just in general, that's good for us. And then just having Michael there with me, um, also driving, um, a lot, yeah. of the weekends. a lot of the weekends has just been me, uh, you know, trying to develop through the weekend and, you know, going against, um, some of these teams that are, you know, uh, like Gary's team with, you know, multiples of, uh, of drivers in the class being able to develop the go-kart throughout the weekend a little bit quicker. So, um, that was really, really helpful for, for our program.
0: So Ramo is, of course, able to win both the races in all six sessions in the senior shifter rock class. Uh, a question for you, though, Ramo, you guys obviously, at Italian Motors in the Pacific Northwest, have some time on the Leconte tire. Do you have a feel for the, the differences between the Leconte itself and the Leconte made Levanto?
1: Yeah, so um, I guess Levanto and Leconte, obviously very close being built yeah. in the factory. Um, but uh, only new this winter was uh, like a newer uh brand or newer compound of the tire so um and personally me uh of late i've strictly been racing on the the Bridgestone, in terms of developing the tire home so that we when we go to the race um so michael's definitely driven the, the newest Lacan more than than i have but yeah. um in previous years um wr has been super supportive of of us and me um so i have a, you know a decent and decent amount of knowledge with the with the tire and you know, just operating temperatures and pressures. So, uh, just yeah, out of the gate, a little bit simpler for us to to get up to speed. We actually never tested the tire uh, prior to the weekend really? uh, so It first time uh, driving on it. I guess the the Levanto, but obviously very close. So we had a good understanding of where we wanted it to be. But um, yeah, good uh, good start for us, and I think good swing and momentum for for us and where where we're going to go with it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, a very impressive run. We'll come back and talk more about that a little bit. Let's go to Liam Letch right now. I kept calling it kind of a career breakout weekend for you, Liam, because we've watched you race over the last number of years. But, dude, you won three main events uh, over over the 100cc senior, which was 31 drivers. That was big. And then, of course, you also won one of the races in the senior rock category. Just give me a little bit coming into the weekend. did, Did you feel like you had momentum? Was the testing you guys had done? I know you run with Kristen Bird Motorsports. Did you feel like you had a really good momentum coming into the weekend?
2: Yeah, we had a lot of good um, like team test weekends at Phoenix, which was really cool. We had uh, at least two or three there. And that I think that really helped me a lot just to um, being on the Levanto tire before, kind of knowing coming into what it was um, going to be like, because it really seemed like this tire didn't put down a whole lot of grip like you see the yeah. Rinkos do. So, yeah, I think having that, like being there before and seeing what the track was going to do when more carts were there was really helpful to us.
0: And that's it, right? You can do as much testing as you want, but it depends on how much rubber goes down, especially when you have so many carts, all total 130 yeah. entries that weekend. Uh, when Was there a time on Friday when you said, hey, you know what? I could probably win a couple of races here. Did you did you have confidence on Friday?
2: We were really confident with our uh, with the setup and engine, and stuff like that. And the driving was, it was definitely there. But we never gave up trying to get faster. And we uh, continually got faster throughout the weekend through the qualifying sessions and the E races. Yeah, And yeah, we never, um, yeah, never tried to stay where we were always improving.
0: That's the way to do it. Overall. Did you feel like the track kind of stayed the same throughout the entire weekend? I know one of the issues, of course, you battled with Blake Nash in one of the races on, in, on Saturday. Yeah. He wasn't there to fight you on Sunday cause he didn't qualify. Well, what was everything pretty much the same for you guys? Do you feel like Sunday, Sunday morning was weird, obviously because of the rain, we should bring that up a little bit, but overall from Friday to Saturday, do you feel like the tracks was, was kind of the same?
2: Yeah, I think it was pretty close. I think um, in the last session on um, Friday, the long pre-qualifying session and versus qualifying on Saturday, I think we might have went th- two or three tenths quicker. Okay. And um, yeah, it just it was a little bit cleaner uh, on the morning and engines were running good just kind of earlier in the morning, but relatively it was pretty close.
0: Uh, not many drivers doing double duty. You obviously ran both the Senior Rock and the 100cc Senior. Do you feel like that did it give you, a, I, don't know, I hate to use the word advantage because it's a lot of extra track time, but going back and forth between the different equations makes it a little tougher. But do you feel that maybe you got a good feel for the tires and the track going back and forth and getting that much track time?
2: Yeah, I think like a big thing with the senior arc is it has so much, um, it works the tire so hard lateral wise okay. and you could really see how much grip it could actually take. And I think like as a team, I know Macy Williams um, doing the same thing as me with the double duty and same yeah. classes. And I think it benefited both of us a lot.
0: What about, uh, well, I guess, <laughs> I don't. you're young, so it wouldn't hurt you that much, but double duty is putting a lot of uh, wear and tear on your body. We end up getting wet there on uh, on Sunday morning. You yeah. took a bit of pressure off that. You, did, you didn't qualify in senior rock, did you?
2: I didn't qualify in senior, and I didn't go out in um, the 100cc warm-up when it was wet either.
0: Right. Okay, all right. Overall, uh, what were your thoughts on about, about the Sunday race? You didn't have Blake there to battle you. Uh, you were in really good shape on Sunday.
2: Yeah, in the, uh, the 100-TC, like, Blake and I was kind of a two-driver fight on yeah. Saturday in the final. And so I think that was some added confidence on Sunday to um, know that we're able to hopefully break away from the pack. And I know with the Ks, the draft is huge. So it was um, <laughs> a little bit surprising that we were able to get away, but it was awesome. It couldn't have been better for me.
0: Hey, so you get a big win. Uh, the wins on Saturday. Uh, was there any extra added pressure on Sunday for you?
2: Um, a little bit, like, since I hadn't ran in the wet really at all all yeah. weekend's um when we had a bit some like delays and stuff before the final on sunday for k it was like that time of thinking am i going to be good enough (laughs) yeah right and so yeah that was a little bit um a little bit more stressful i was very confident in the dry after all day sunday and then i'm going up to the wet not exactly sure where i was going to be just knew i had to push and do as best i can with the circumstances that's
0: it let's go back to ramo uh one of the things about this racetrack ramo is uh there are passing opportunities and it's tougher to shifter. I think you can drive it. So it's so deep into these corners, even Daytona and then the off camber turn 11. Um, But when the, when the field is so close, that's why it makes it so tough to pass, right? Because if you can get out of turn eight strong and get down the back straightaway, do you feel like you, or did you set the, did you set the gearing up at all to potentially know that you were leading to keep guys at bay at certain parts of the racetrack? We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 cart, which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri. Indiana and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. The Briggs and Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs and Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs and Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs, to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day be sure to follow briggs and stratton racing on facebook and through at race briggs on instagram to learn more about the 206 engine or to find the north american dealer near you head to briggsracing.com briggs and stratton racing what powers you acceleration kart racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts parts and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. <laughs> Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network.
1: Um, yeah, Yes. Yes, and no. I mean, uh, it was kind of a track where I found that the the gear ratio was very in between. Okay. In a lot of areas, but um, say in the in the pre finals, um, most definitely, just kind of more so parking it. And uh, <laughs> I think we talked about this on on Thursday night when uh, when you showed up. That uh, I think it was I I figured it was going to be a very big tire management kind of weekend. Um, and so so in the in the pre finals, I mean, for, for me myself. Uh, I was trying to be really, really gentle on the tire and, and, you know, dropping, dropping the pace, I don't know, sometimes almost half a second off of what I felt that the track could do. Okay. Really? Uh, and I, I, I guess maybe everybody else was doing something similar because, um, you know, Kyle was staying at, at bay behind me only really gave me one, one time throughout the, throughout the, one of the pre-finals that he was going to, you know, try to make a move on me, yeah. but, um, you know, it, it was, uh. You know we were dropping almost a second uh in almost a 40 lap run on the tire there. So uh that was big my biggest uh worry throughout the whole weekend but I knew that if I would get off certain corners um well I mean that's that's you know typically the shifter cart way if you could get that's off hairpin, if you could get off the hairpin well um I found that if you were getting runs on people up through uh towards the kink you kind of get bogged bogged up and checked up through the kink because you guys are going to enter the same speed. So then you kind of lose your opportunity to pass into the, the Daytona bowl. And then, yeah, that's true. Yep. And then essentially just parking it in the next hairpin after Daytona and, <laughs> and you're kind of uh, out of options throughout the rest of the corner. So I knew qualifying would be quite important um, in terms of track position through the, through the whole weekend. So um, yeah, I kind of threw a couple laps down that got, uh, uh, I guess, I would say lucky but uh, Sunday was a bit more of uh making sure you you perform when you need to' That's it. just continually going quicker
0: let's talk about Sunday you were able to go to a pretty good lead and I'll come back to leave a bit this too because you we know, don't talk about the weather but the, the rain that came came with you guys with like two laps to go we're kind of we're watching it come and all of a sudden all we saw was every all you shifter guys full opposite lock full opposite lock um how I know you you went four wheels off I'm not mistaken through the kink did you not <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, what did you think when that happened? Did you figure it was no, over? Yeah, the whole race, you could
1: see uh, like light droplets coming on them, coming on your visor.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So it was it was expected, but the track was staying quick. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I think everybody told me I literally crossed the line before the white flag with one second remaining on One like, second. We oh, got an added lap, which <laughs> yeah. ended up being you know the chaos lap for a lot of people, but. Indeed. Um, you know i saw this big lead and and you always talk about when you try to relax and just kind of bring it home you, you almost lose the focus Make mistakes uh, and and those conditions are real really one of my favorites uh dry tires with wet track um it's how i you know grew up uh yeah. coaching and and learning learning when i was younger and literally coaching like that through the winter <laughs> right now uh, <laughs> up in in canada um but so i guess i maybe you know just that little bit of uh less focus and it fire, fired right off the track. And I actually felt like I had more grip on the, on the day. Cause when I, looked at the, when I looked at the lap times at the end of the race, you know, I didn't really lose that much time to Kyle on the last lap. So, um, you know, obviously I ended up working out well for, for us, but, uh, I know, I'll Caused a lot of chaos
0: behind me. That was funny. You know, Liam, you were kind of lucky because you kind of were at the start. You know, the, the one class was, was I like, think, what, second or third on the order. The other one was, yeah. was at the very last. So did you really have, in the main event, did you have any wet running?
2: So in Senior Rock, it wasn't wet at all. I didn't think so. Yeah. And then K and we had enough time to have wet tires. So obviously that made a huge
0: difference. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, hey, listen, let's let's go forward. Let's look forward to 20, uh, not 2021 first. Let's do a quick for both of you. Let's talk about Cal Speed, uh, Liam. We'll start with you. You come in with a ton of momentum. You're point leading in two of the categories, both senior rock and hundred CC senior. Uh, what's Fontana for you? Is that a track that you like? Are you fast there? Do you feel like this your momentum is going to play right into what you need to do to get a couple more results to try to win this championship?
2: Yeah, I think so. We've been um, really like had a really good start to the season so far. And um, right, right around New Year's time, we raced there with a similar configuration with the um, like clockwise. Mm-hmm. and it went quite well. I think that was the first time I've ever driven that way, and we ended up, like, fourth or something in LAKC. Okay.
0: All right.
2: So I think having that will be yeah, definitely helpful, and that was in the K-A class.
0: Nice. Uh, Ramo, what about you? The team coming down? I know you guys were there last year. Um, uh, is that a track you like, CalSpeed?
2: Yeah,
1: it was, a, it was a tough weekend for us last year. It was. <laughs> uh, maybe just not being uh, fully prepared like uh, like we are now. Um, we're, we are planning to go. Um, I'm sure you're, obviously, I know you're aware it's becoming a little bit more difficult for us um, in terms yeah. of going down to the States. Um, but, you know, hopefully things don't change anymore for the worse um, for us because obviously we want to come. Um, and it's unfortunate because we could have, you know, probably 10 or maybe even say 10, but maybe, you know, half a dozen shifter car drivers that would, uh, that would be running in the class with me. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's only the you know the two of us in the senior category, um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely dependent on this uh, whole border situation. Like, Indeed. Uh, the,
0: the Let's talk about. Well, I'll come back and ask me in the same questions. Let's wrap things up. Let's ask about twenty twenty one. What do you got going, Ramo? I know you know. Uh, Liam's early in his, in his career, you know, you've made the move to some car racing and have had some great success in car racing. I know you're focused on that. You're you know a driver coach. You've got catalyst driver development with your partners there too. Give us a little overview of what's going on carding wise for you and professionally in terms of car racing and doing everything you do with, with catalyst.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, 2021 in terms of carding, um, obviously we're, we're trying to go towards, um, all the challenge races, um, I'd like to be in Florida winter tour as well. It seems like there's, you know, a lot of competition over there Um, maybe for, for next year. Um, We're pretty committed to this whole rock program in terms of, um, you know, supporting uh, whether it's uh, Andy or, you know, doing some of the rock fests that are supposed to be coming up. Yep. Um, And then of course, Vegas. And then just for our brand and everything down here, you know, hoping this, the regional series and, just supporting a lot of our uh, our customers that are down here in Canada um, for the meantime, in terms of car racing, obviously it's a, a little bit quieter than I would, would like okay. it to be. Um, some of that is also hinging on this border opening in terms of some of the teams that I've raced for Okay, uh, going over to the border, but it's a, it's a tough uh, it's a tough deal in terms of um, when you're not there, it's you know obviously very easy to be forgotten about.
0: Yeah, out of sight out of mind, right? Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. It's yeah. funny. Last
1: literally my last you know professional car race is Spa 24 hours. <laughs> so okay. you know, it's just like it's, it's tough in terms of that. So um it's definitely on my radar to get back and um always pushing to, to be there and you know, whichever aspect, whether that's um, you know, developing our program catalysts into uh, a professional car racing program, um, or you know, obviously the opportunities that I've had to you know resurface and hopefully get back in, into the scene where I know that I'm you know quite capable of being.
0: Yeah, I think I think you showed everybody at Phoenix uh, again the skills that we've been able to uh, watch you display over the last number of years. It was a great run for you. Uh, Liam, let's give you an opportunity. Let's talk about 2021, what your plans are and let's give you a, give a shout out as well. I know you're a Colorado boy, uh, working yeah. with Christian bird motorsports. You can give a little shout out for Christian as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's I've been working with him since I was, um, kid Karts, five years are, old. Is that, been,
0: it's been the whole, your whole career. Yeah. I love that. All right. So go, what's 2021 look like for you?
2: I think, um, so we're obviously doing the rest of the challenge series and the whole team will be there, um, with the rock festivals. I'm sure we'll do those once those dates get announced. <laughs> And then uh, maybe looking at some Scusa stuff as well and okay. definitely be there for Rock the Rio and um, yeah, potentially Super Nats. See how um, how that all folds out this year.
0: So let's talk about you and Christian Bird. Obviously, he's been with you for a long time. I remember when he was a kid almost your age. So uh, yeah. so he's been growing up in the sport quite a, for quite a number of years. Tell me about the relationship with Christian and, and, and how that whole program is kind of growing. Because, man, not only was it a good weekend for you, but it was a really good weekend for CB Motorsports as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. We have a really strong connection. Uh, Ricky Luther is my mechanic and him and Christian are great friends. And just it works really well, the dynamic. And me and Christian have such a great relationship. It's like he's my brother. Now we've been with each other forever. And it's it's really great to work with someone that you really like care about and know everything about.
0: So here's a question for you. Both Luther and uh, Bird are both shifter cart guys, ex-shifter cart guys. Are they going right. to got the shifter cart yet or what? You got to go battle with Ramo.
2: Yeah, I've driven one, but haven't raced.
0: All right. is, that, is Potentially, could we see that happen in 2021?
2: Um, I'm not sure about 2021, All maybe right. in the future, but I, um, I want to this, take this year to get into some car tests and okay. figure out what kind of the best pathway for me getting into cars is. How old are you now anyways, Liam? 17.
0: All right. And Ramo, how old are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, that's funny because I had multiple people tell me I was an old man. Um, well, listen,
0: an old man kicking everybody's ass in senior I'm about, shifter.
1: I'm about to turn 27.
0: There you go. So, Liam, oh. you, got lots of, you got lots of time where You have to start winning challenge races in shifter. Right. <laughs> uh, Rainbow, hey, buddy, I appreciate you joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Liam, great to have you on here. i got a feeling that we're, we could be talking a lot more in the future as well, but uh, I really appreciate you joining me. Thank you, bud.
2: Yeah, thank you. That'd be awesome.
0: We'll drop these guys to the back. Guys, take care. I'll wrap things up here. Folks, uh, two amaz- amazing drivers, different places in their career, right? Uh, we've been watching Rainbow River City come up through the ranks to the mid-2000s, and again, a tremendous driver, and one of those guys, that an educator as well, a coach, really well-spoken uh, young man. He and the Catalyst driver development with uh, with Scott Hargrove and Stefan Rudzinski, their program there is really growing, which is great. Liam, a young kid, just getting into his own here in the senior categories, was the dom- one of the dominant drivers at the Challenge Race at Phoenix. I'll look forward to seeing him be fast. Uh, at Cal as well. And he's talking about going to cars too. So that's a conversation I'm sure he and I will have further on down the line. But I do appreciate it, folks. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here uh, on the EKN YouTube channel. It's something we're going to do more and more of throughout the season. We do appreciate you joining us, folks. Thank you so much. My name is Rob Howden. Book it.